0: Welcome to my podcast, guys. If you are here to work on your relationship with your child, then you are for sure in the right space because you will always, always have to work on your relationship with yourself. And this is what I offer here on my podcast. So if you listen to my podcast and hear things that are completely, are not obviously related to your son... Listen on because whatever uh, you improve in your relationship with yourself will automatically improve your, all of your relationships, including with your sons. So welcome and enjoy. Hey everyone, happy National Sons Day! Apparently today is Happy National Sons Day. I didn't know. I just went on my family chat and someone said that. So today's September 29th. If you have a son. I guess you would listening to this podcast. Hello. Okay, so happy Sunday. Uh, Today, I have something special for you today is I'm talking about um, basically, have you ever heard of people um, talking about your inner child? Whenever I heard about the inner child before, um, it sounded a bit strange to me, right? That first idea when I heard about it, it sounds weird, right? Like kind of, you are you know, you're not used to that idea. You, it's kind of like um, made up, right? It feels awkward. You're not even sure if you're doing it right and you don't, you know, you don't want to do it because you don't know if it'll work. But um, I want to give you two examples, one of my own, one of my clients, and to demonstrate to you that whether it's your inner child or just your true being, your inner being who uh, wants something, that the only uh, way for you to get what you want is for you to give it to yourself, okay? And here's what I mean. One of my clients, I had this conversation with her, she has been in and out of relationships and she really is attached to this idea that she should be in a relationship and she has been struggling because she has been um, wanting her partner to make her feel a certain way. And of course, I kind of explained to her the truth that had set me free is that your partner can't do it for you, right? Right. The only way that you get ever to feel anything is by having a thought, right? Have, if you have a thought and you believe it, then you get to feel it. So you can't feel their love, okay? Their love that they're feeling for you doesn't jump out of their body into your body and then you feel it. It doesn't work that way. If they express their love to you, The only way you feel it is by having a thought like, they love me, or I am loved, or I belong. Once you have that thought, then you create that feeling for yourself. Now, it is the great, great news for people who can't control their partners. This client of mine couldn't control her partner, and they are indeed broken up and he's not there and so she's felt she's left feeling lonely and so we talked about how what she's seeking is relief from the feeling of loneliness and right now she before she talked to me she was convinced that the only way for her to feel better to feel a relief from loneliness is for her to get her partner back. And I explained to her that that, uh, that will work, that the only way that works is that like if he comes back, but him coming back is not going to relieve her loneliness. If he comes back, she's going to have a thought that's going to feel better, right? So that's great news because I said, he doesn't have to come back for you to feel better, right? So I asked her, how do you want to feel? And she said she wanted to feel like she belonged. And so I said, well, what do you have to think to feel a feeling of belonging, And she said, you know, I can't remember the thought that she told me, but it was something that resonated with her or like I belong or I'm okay, right? Um, But it was something that resonated with her. It's not going to be necessarily resonating with you, but it was a thought that generated a feeling of belonging for her. And so I said, well, this this is what can give you the relief, for the loneliness. It's not your partner coming back, but you allowing yourself to think and believe this thought. And so going back to the inner child and the inner voice is, first of all, listening, you you know, this is what your inner child or your inner uh, being wants. It says, says, you know, I'm lonely, help me, right? And you as a grown-up... I can have, I can comfort the child and say, it's okay, you belong. I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere for you. I'm here. I'll take care of you. Are you okay? Tell me more. Tell me how you're feeling, right? And so you don't need your partner to be there for that to happen, right? You don't. It, it is not his responsibility or her responsibility to take care of how you feel. Even if your partner's there, even if you're in a happy relationship, it's still your responsibility to take care of that for you, and you are the only person who can actually do that, right? Because your partner telling you that they love you can't really create that feeling for you. You have to believe that thought yourself. You you have to be the one thinking it. They love me. I love me. I belong, right? So that is an example I wanted to give you about my client and... um you know anything she, whatever she wanted to get from her partner or from someone else, is something that she can give herself, and is something that she's the only one can give herself. Um, so, so the way that you can use the inner child concept is you can ask your child, inner child. So imagine there's a five-year-old or six-year-old little girl who is inside you, and she is upset or you know, or unsettled or something, she's feeling something, ask her, hey, how? what's going on? Tell me, right? She will tell you. And it might sound unreasonable as if it's a five-year-old, right? It might not sound logical. It might seem uh, childish. It's not going to make sense. You're going to, you're as an adult, you're like, come on, dude, you should be over this already, blah, blah, blah. But listen to her out and ask her, how are you feeling, right? And I, once you get that feeling from her, like, how are you? are you feeling sad? Are you feeling upset? Are you feeling lonely? Then you know that what she's wanting is a relief from that feeling. And she wants some comfort. So how can you give that to her? And the way you can give it to her is by listening to her and telling her what she wants to hear. I'll give you my own example, a recent example. And I had this moment happen when I was noticed that I was eating more food than I would like to and I checked in with myself and I asked like what's bothering you what's wrong what what are you what's the problem and what after a series of questions to myself I found out that I am afraid I have this fear, my little girl in me is afraid that once the ch- my children grow up and leave the house, I'm going to have nothing left for myself, like for my career or hobby or passion or anything, right? So the little girl in me was afraid that if I'm not doing anything right now towards it, then maybe I won't have anything left for myself. And it was a legitimate fear that my little girl was feeling, And was scared, and so um, uh, somehow uh, I don't know uh, that I've learned this habit of eating to make to come. So I I wanted comfort, so I learned to get comfort from food but because it's not no longer working for me you know I'm gaining weight I then you know want to comfort myself in a different way so I talked to myself and as soon as I found out about this fear and I felt it then it was the most logical thing for me to comfort my little girl and I told her. Oh gosh, I totally understand what you're feeling. Of course, that makes sense. I remember that that's a, a thing for me. And don't worry, I, as a grown up, will take care of you. Don't worry. If you want me to do something, it became super clear to me what I have to do. Oh, okay. I just have to make sure I pay attention and water that um, seed of desire. I just make sure I just. Give it some time, you know. I make sure that I um, build something of my own so that I have something of my own and my girl knows it, right, for when my kids leave. And in fact, I already do have... A business that I've built for myself to enjoy and to help other people. I am hosting this podcast. And yes, that it's totally for me and for my own fulfillment and enjoyment. And of course, for everyone else, but I have to be the one enjoying it as well. Otherwise, it wouldn't be useful to anyone. Right. So, I just had to remind my little girl, like, hey, by the way, do you remember we're doing these things? Don't worry, I got you. Don't be afraid. I'll take care of you. I hear that you, this is your concern, and I'm gonna take care of you, okay? And so I because the food wasn't really doing it for me. What was food doing is was distracting me from that fear. It wasn't really comforting me. It was actually creating a whole other problem, right? Like, full tummy, overweight, just not feeling great, then feeling guilty, then feeling fat, all those things, right? All of those were just a distraction from my discomfort, my own fear of my little girl. And so that was a great opportunity for me to go in and check in, hey, what's going on? Let's have a talk. I'll take care of you, right? And as a mom, you already do that with your own kids. All you just have to do is turn it in, in words and talk to your own kid. So these are just two examples I wanted to give you, one of my client, one of myself. And I will leave you with this idea that what what you want others to do for you, to give you the feeling or something, do that for yourself, I know it's weird. I know it's super weird. Like, give yourself flowers. Take yourself out. Buy yourself that thing. Tell yourself that compliment. Uh, offer yourself that job. Um. Just do whatever you want the other person to do. Do it for yourself. Ask yourself how you're doing. Make your like this morning is so interesting. I um, made breakfast. I made pancakes, and my son, one of my sons, didn't want pancakes. He was something was wrong with them, and I said, okay, you can go ahead and go make your own breakfast. You know the one you like. It's easy to do, and he wasn't willing to do it for himself. And I said, well, if you're not even willing to do it for yourself, how do you expect others? To be willing to do it for yourself, right? You be first. Of course, given that I have made breakfast for everyone, right? I'm a mom, I'll do that job. But it's a great example of how we want others to do something for us that we're not even willing to do for ourselves, right? So this is my invitation to you. Go do that thing that you want the other person to do for you. How would that feel? Because what you're really wanting is to feel something. What are you wanting to feel? If they did that thing for you, what would you be thinking and what would you be feeling? Guess what? You can make yourself think that and feel that without the other person doing anything. Total freedom. Total freedom in how you feel always, okay? They can't make you feel in any way because they are not in charge of what you're thinking, okay? So I would love to coach you on your thoughts about this. Uh, I would love to coach you on your thoughts about your relationships with your sons, your husbands, your moms, anyone. So... Come sign up for a free mini session and I'll be happy to meet you and talk to you and help you. The first session is completely free and you can get a sense for what the coaching is like with me and we'll have a good laugh about our ridiculous thoughts, okay? Oh, so you can go to my website, is www.coachingnatalia.com and click on sign up for a free mini session, Pick a time that works for you. If you can't find the time that works for you, you can always email me and we'll figure out a time that's not on my calendar. So I'm looking forward to meeting you. Okay? Have a great week. Love you. Bye.